We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into a special edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast here on MPW Digital. It's the World Cup preview. Been talking uh, some World Cup. I know my guy Tyler Siski says that soccer's communist, including the World Cup, and he's wrong. We're going to start proving that uh, here over the next uh, over the next few weeks as the World Cup gets going. The U.S. and Wales on Monday in uh, the first game of first match, I should say, of uh, of round play. Uh, joined today by a couple of guys who do an absolutely fantastic soccer podcast. It's called the Always Cheating Podcast. You can catch it wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify. It's also part of the Blue Wire network with us. It's uh, Josh Landon, Brandon Kelly. Uh, guys, thanks so much for uh, spending some time with me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us, us Neil. Yeah, good to be here. You guys, I mean, give me a little go, bit. Go, go, USA. Yeah, go USA. I'm okay. just going to jump in there with the enthusiasm for Yeah, you've got you've got your Spurs kit on here, Neil. So I think we're going to have to talk a little bit about the Premier League. Yeah, let's talk some <laughs> Premier League real quick because I, I do want to talk about this. The last World Cup. So my son, who's now 16, obviously four years ago, was 12 years old. He's super in soccer. He watches EPL, La Liga, Bundesliga. He'll watch a little MLS. Uh, he just loves e- e- eating up with it, Um, loves it. And so four years ago, I'm screwing with him because he's trying to watch it, and I'd not watch much soccer. And I said, hey, whoever scores the next goal in the World Cup, whoever that, whoever he plays for, that's my team. Well, my son's a Chelsea fan. I had no idea that Chelsea and Tottenham were like bitter rivals. Had I known that, I probably would have waited for a different game because I didn't. But I didn't know who Harry Kane played for, and we were watching England <laughs> and – I can't remember. It was England and maybe Portugal or England and somebody. And the next goal was scored by Harry Kane for England. And I said, who does he play for? He says, Tottenham. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'm a Tottenham fan now. And four years later, now when Tottenham and Chelsea play, we have to go to separate parts of the house. But Right. Uh, yeah, North London versus West London. That's yeah. the uh, – <laughs> that's, uh, that's my World Cup experience. But the English Premier League has been fantastic this year, at least in my opinion. I mean, yeah. uh, it's yeah. been super entertaining on Saturday mornings as we get ready for Saturdays of, of college football. I turn it on on Saturday morning, go to the gym, get my treadmill in, stuff like that. It's been it's been fantastic. You guys follow it much closer than I do. I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, Josh and I, I totally agree. Uh, and we talk week after week, like, wow, this weekend was just as an entertaining as the last. And it's hard to say. I th- a lot of it is down to the great soccer that's being played, but 
the Premier League has been impacted by the last two years because the the European season goes from August to May. It's a long season, and COVID has been a huge disruption. I mean, you see the NCAA basketball tournament vanished into thin air one year, and then suddenly we forgot about it because we had a great NCAA tournament last season. But I think the like the diehard fans of the Premier League who stuck it out through the last two years are really being rewarded, which um, in a way, Josh, it makes this World Cup interruption in the regularly scheduled season. Um, it's kind of it's it it's it does feel it's, more like an interruption than a tournament yeah. does. The timing is kind of crazy. I mean, it's the first time we've ever had a World Cup. So it's it's a really interesting or a winter World Cup, I should say. Yeah, we've we've had we've had World Cups for about uh, 80 years now. Uh the, the first uh the first uh, winter World Cup we ever had and I, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I so you know, everything is sort of bent, you know, for the for this World Cup, but typically, you know, you'd end the season in May, uh, you'd have the Champions League final a week later, you'd have a month off and then boom, World Cup and it's sort of that's your that's your summer. We Brad and I both live in New York and it's great. Bars spill out and it's it's awesome. So, you know, but this time around the the Premier League just ended. It just it just went on break uh, on Sunday and it's off only until a week after the World Cup ends. So it's almost like it's like a long weekend. You know, they're sort of like just like they're squeezing a World Cup. I and mean, all the European uh, teams are, are doing this as well. Partially because, as Brandon mentioned, you know, unlike almost every sport in the U.S., it, it really is like a full season calendar. You know, it starts in August, ends in May, um, you know, just a little bit of time off. So uh, but I, I'm really excited about it because. Hey, I got extra vacation time. I've been storing it up. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Uh, it. B, the U.S. is actually in the World Cup this year, which they weren't four years ago. So that's a very nice change. Uh, and do I need to see? I don't know. It's the World Cup. Like, the yeah. matches are all great. It's just, you know, it's going to be super fun uh, the whole time. Looking forward to it. Do you anticipate the weather? I mean, it sounds crazy here because it's getting off, awfully cold in New York. It's cold here in Mississippi as we record this tonight. It's in the mm-hmm. low 40s. It's yeah. about to drop even more than that. Yeah. It's not going to be that way out there. That that dry, arid air, super hot. How how is that going to impact the soccer, if at all, in your opinion? I do wonder. Uh, it was quite warm and not not a dry warm when the World Cup was was in Brazil a couple of cycles ago, and they introduced water breaks in the midst of the halves. Like one of the appeals of soccer is that the play is nonstop, the clock is nonstop, so there's this feeling of continuous action. Uh, but these water breaks, they're kind of necessary just to keep the players hydrated and keep them healthy. So I think we'll see that in Qatar. There were all these promises uh, by the by Qatar that they would have air conditioned pitches, uh, like the, the introducing new yeah. technology into infrastructure that has not come to pass. But I I think um, that that's why it seems like Brazil and Argentina, I think, are getting tapped because you have players that may be even though many of them play in Europe professionally are used to warmer temperatures. Brazil. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Bob, I apologize. I have a six-year-old who doesn't want to take a bath uh, happening behind me there. So if you guys are screaming, that's, that's what's going on. Um, you know, I think what, what I think will be great for a casual fan though, or somebody who isn't, who doesn't follow the soccer or who doesn't follow soccer slash football, the premier league or any, or any other, or even MLS that closely is um, these teams haven't played very much together. And so I, that in some ways you think, oh, that that's like, so they're not going to be as well drilled. But I, I think from an entertainment standpoint, that's actually a plus because I think we can see some super high scoring games because when, when these 
international teams are really well drilled. That's when they tend to be a lot better defensively, you know, score goals in the counterattack, you know, things like that. So I think, <laughs> sorry, there's some serious screaming going on behind me. Uh, so I think that, uh, I think we could see some real, some, some kind of wild, you know, four, three type matches. And, you know, if you don't really know any of the players on, on either of the countries, that, that to me is, is more fun. Give me a, you know, Japan, Senegal, four, four, three or whatever. That just sounds, you know, like a lot of fun to watch. So Brazil's kind of a the, the favorite. They're four to one favorite in Vegas. I was pulling up some Vegas odds earlier today. Uh, France is plus six hundred. Argentina's plus seven hundred. I think England's plus eight hundred. Spain's like plus eight hundred. I mean, those are not terrible odds in a tournament with that many teams. It sounds like the expectation, at least from a, a odds maker standpoint, is that this is going to be a pretty competitive uh, World Cup. That it's not. Yeah. You know, it's it's not predetermined, if you will, that who the the last two or three teams are going to be. There's there's multiple teams who have a chance to go deep into the tournament. I think part of it is there are some great players in all those teams that you mentioned, but also a lot of these superstar nations that have performed so well, they have younger teams. Like they've gone through a generation. Spain in particular had like the most elite national team for a decade. And now they're trying to bet in younger players. And Brazil is at this point where they have enough veterans from Neymar and Thiago Silva. And then the younger players are kind of like just experienced enough where it might all gel together. Um, So I think there are a lot of younger teams and unproven international uh, talent at the international level that it's becoming hard to predict, which makes it seem like it's going to be I don't know if I, I lost Brennan's audio there. I don't know if you lost, lost it too, Neil. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I got nervous that it was mine. We lost you there for a second, Brandon. <laughs> no, it's going to be uh, wildly, um, wildly unpredictable is what I'm trying to say there. Yeah, they, someone didn't want you to say that. That was like the. You know, I know Qatar yeah. is listening in. I, I can tell we're, we're, we're getting uh, you out there. Um. Let's talk about the U.S. because obviously a lot of casual fans or non-fans who just will watch this because it's an event will be cheering for the U.S. I thought it was great for U.S. soccer that the U.S. is in it from an interest standpoint as we go into this kind of sports smorgasbord season where we've got the college football season winding down with the championships and uh, the NBA's getting into week in you know, a month two. The NFL's in, entering the stretch, you know, where the the playoff game, the playoffs are not that far away. Every game's got playoff implications. Um, you know, we're not far from the bowl season. There's all this stuff going on. College basketball's getting started. And so we, there's just so much sports going on. And the fact that the World Cup's going on and that the U.S. is in it, I thought was really big for at least getting people who might not otherwise follow it to go, okay, I'll watch the U.S. and Wales, and then I'll watch yeah. the U.S. and England. And then if the U.S.-Iran game determines whether the u.s gets to the round of 16 yeah i'm in you know i mean we we like brackets in this country i always say that all the time we love brackets and uh and this team i mean everybody knows christian pulichik um i'll give you guys an anecdote what was interesting to me i was in las vegas this summer with my son and we went to see uh chelsea against um a team out of mexico uh copa um i can't think of copa america um Club America, maybe yeah, Mexico Club America. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah it was, and it was sixty-four thousand people in uh, Allegiant Stadium. 
And all of these kids wearing Chelsea jerseys, and I'm going to guess that most of them were not from North London, right? And, and, uh, you know, <laughs> it was uh, it was it was pretty cool. And I thought, you know, Pulisic, they're going to be watching him in the in the uh, in the World Cup. Can the U.S. get out of their group with England and Wales and Iran? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, I mean, they, they can get out of that group for sure. I, I, In fact, I'd say they're... I don't know, arguably favored to get out of that group. I'm not in first place. And they, England has a legitimate shot to actually win the World Cup. So, you know, we played them 12 years ago in South Africa. We it was a one one draw. Um, it was a, kind of a kind of a cheap goal that we conceded. Goal hey, keeping a, a howler there by, uh, <laughs> hey, by Green. Dempsey, we, Dempsey still had scored to, that. we still had to keep them out. They only got they only got yeah. one past us. Right. So, I think we saw at the at the sports book at the win that U.S. was favored to get second in the group. And I mean, we're going to learn a whole lot about this team when they play Wales on Monday. Wales is kind of like a perfect opening match for yeah, us like matched. the other teams in the group yeah we we in mentioned england way. but then well they in terms of like expectations in terms of player quality now gareth bale plays for wales and he was at one point one of the best players in the world he's a little he's much older now so um he's not he gonna might have still as... he might still be the best player in the pitch for that match though sure I mean, yeah, yeah, know, yeah 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 but I think beyond a player like Gareth Bale, Wales and U.S. sort of match up and like you have really talented players, but not the best in their positions going toe to toe. 
lots of people who probably come from farming backgrounds, you know, Neil, probably, probably <laughs> Welsh farmers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Welsh farmers, American farmers. Yeah. Most of that Wales team plays in the Premier League. So it's, you know, Bale's, Bale obviously played for Spurs, uh, you know, many, you know, many years. They actually came back for a year last year. Uh, you know, but I, I think that it's, uh, it's an interesting team. It's, Brent and I are not in love with the manager, Greg Berhalter. Not, not a, not a huge fan, but I, I'm putting that aside. It's, it's sort of like, it's like Thanksgiving, right? It's actually appropriate that you know, the biggest game of the, of the World Cup for my, for my, you know, vantage point is, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Eastern time uh, on the Friday after Thanksgiving, the U.S. plays England, and that match is just like that. No one's working. You gotta watch that match. It's gonna be great. Try to, you know, and my advice for anyone who hasn't watched a lot of World Cup is tr- go go somewhere where other people are watching it. You know, watch with as many people as possible because it's just more fun. There's like a crazy energy because it's just so rare that you actually root for an, like an entire country together with, with, you know, with other people. And, you know, I remember going with Brandon uh, when the U S played Ghana, this is uh, in the 20, was it, was it the 2014 world cup, Brandon? Or 2010, it been the 2010. Yeah. The, the 2010 world cup. Once we went to this bar in Brooklyn and just standing room only 200 people and just, Christian Pulisic, uh, or no, Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan. That's, that's how long ago it's been. <laughs> Landon Donovan uh, goes up to take a pen, and it's like hush silence, 200 people, and then he scores and just rips through the entire bar. But you you don't even get that for like a Super Bowl, right? Because you have teams on either side. But for something like the U.S., even the Olympics, it's not quite the same. Uh, but, you know, just, it's so concentrated for the World Cup. And so it's a really fun, thrilling moment. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. I remember right. that because I brought my wife, who I was dating at that time, who has never expressed interest in any sport ever. <laughs> and she was we were still kind of in the get to know you period. So she said, I'll go to the bar and check this out. And when that goal that Josh mentioned by Landon Donovan went in, she was so overwhelmed by the room that she she had like tears of of not terror but of joy because uh it is infectious and i think that's why uh, it's important for like content creators talk as americans talking about soccer it's important to have the u.s in so that we can get new fans invested because i do think if an american who's new to soccer catches a moment like that in the world cup especially with the americans uh, they'll be hooked. I, I I totally think that. Yeah, I agree. And in, in fact, I'm with you on the Friday afternoon. You know, I I cover Ole Miss, and Ole Miss, unfortunately, every year plays its rivalry game against Mississippi State on Thanksgiving night, which makes Thanksgiving Egg Bowl, right? Egg Bowl. That's correct. Okay, right. <laughs> makes the uh, makes Thanksgiving Day kind of weird because you got to go work that night and you got to write, so you're not exactly gonna get too deep into the Cabernet on, uh, on Thanksgiving day, but the day after all bets are off. And so, um, yeah, you know, I'm excited about that, that one o'clock and I think it's noon here, maybe one o'clock Eastern noon here to uh, turn on, um, the, the world cup on, on that Friday, I won't have any work to do and I can turn that on and, and yeah, and just cheer for the U S and I was having this conversation with, um, my son and one of his friends, they were, we were going to, to, uh, their club practice, uh, 45 minutes away about a month ago or so. And he's like, how big of a deal would it be if the U S won the world cup? And I'm like, well, and then before I went, Oh, you know, it wouldn't happen. I said, you know what it would be like? And I said, you, and you guys are probably too young to remember this. I'm probably a little older than you. I was 10 years old when the U S beat the Russians in uh, Lake Placid. And I'll never forget that weekend. I was only 10 years old. We didn't have 
cable or any of that stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, it was just, it sort of spread through word of mouth. And that happened on a Friday. And we watched the replay. We didn't know it was a replay on the Olympics. Yeah. And they win. And by Sunday, literally in our church service on Sunday, it was about the gold medal game. And everybody watched on that Sunday afternoon the yeah. gold medal game where the U.S. beat the fin- the Finns, Finland, to win the, the gold medal. And, you know, we just – four days earlier, we didn't know who Michael Ruzioni was or Jim Craig <laughs> or any of these guys and Herb Brooks and those guys. And yeah. now me, a kid in Louisiana where I grew up, I didn't know anything about hockey. I mean, we I don't even understand the rules. Like, what's icing? You know, and all of a sudden, we're just jumping up and down, and we're screaming, and, and it was kind of like that. And I was like, you know, I think it would be like that. And the odds of that, obviously, are, well, 10,000 to 1 in Las Vegas, if you're looking for the odds. But uh, <laughs> uh, but it, how cool would that be? But it would be yeah. so neat yeah. to see the U.S. get to match play, pull off an upset, get to a, a quarterfinal where the whole country for a couple hours, we were a really divided country where the whole yeah. country for a couple mm-hmm. hours was like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if these guys could do it? I mean, and I think that would really be great for the sport here yep. in the States at a time when, um, you know, young people and you guys know this cause you talk about it all the time on your show um, where young yeah. people can now watch the English premier league. They can watch La Liga. They can watch Bundesliga um mls is growing i was going to tell you i was asking you guys about this before we started 136 english premier league players in this tournament uh which is double la liga which is next but the mls which not that long ago you'd go to an mls game and you're like man this is a this is is okay but it's way down sure 36 mls players which is not a huge number but it's a bigger number than it was four years ago um you know and and the sport the sport's kind of growing a little bit in, in in the country and including on the professional ranks. Yeah. Josh and I had season tickets to NYC FC for one season. And uh, yeah, we kind of had that experience. We wanted to really be a part of the league growing in the States, but you couldn't help but see that it, it was the, the quality was a little below what we would see like on NBC watching the premier league. And I think this is why the world cup is interesting for American fans because we are used to in the U S the best leagues are based here in the U S NBA, NFL, et cetera, obviously. And the best leagues for soccer are in Europe. So we see our best American players. We kind of lose them to Europe and it feels like, well, how attached can you get to Pulisic when he lives in, in London and you see him so removed playing in front of France in in front of fans in West London who you may not be able to relate to. And now the World Cup is your opportunity to back your boys because they're representing you. They're not representing a club on, a, on another continent, which makes it really cool. And it is great to see MLS raising the game. I mean, I think I watched more MLS this past season than I had previously. And I think they're kind of getting the formula right on their program, uh, the the broadcast broadcast time slots it's easier to watch um so that would be i think it would be huge for mls if there was a breakout mls star at the world cup i'm thinking of players like james rodriguez for colombia a couple of world cups ago not many people had heard about him and then he had these incredible performances for colombia against teams like brazil suddenly everyone wants to know who he is if mls could have one of their players perform like that that would accelerate i think the development of the league 
All right, last couple of things. I really appreciate y'all's time. Give me your uh, give me your World Cup pick. Who's the who's the country that you you kind of think's walking away with this? What do you well, think, Josh? Well, I'll go with so uh, no no cl- no country I should say has ever won the World Cup twice in a row, but uh, I think if anyone's got a shot to do it, I think it's this France team. Uh, just really, they're top to bottom. They have, they have a, about as good a midfield defense and, and, and forward line as you're going to find anywhere. Very capable keeper in, in Spurs is Hugo Lloris. And uh, I don't know, just it feels like they're, there's a lot of unity. They have the, they have the, uh, the Ballon d'Or winner um, as well. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like, I actually think it's a really wide open World Cup and I wouldn't be surprised if there was a total wild card that won it. Uh, but I'm going to go with the like boring betting, betting favor right now with, with France. I'm going to be rooting for Belgium. I don't know, Josh. Do you, could you say that Kevin De Bruyne is like the Peyton Manning of European soccer? I mean, he's he's got the yeah. brain, he's got the talent, the quarterback uh, he looks role. Kind of, yeah, he, he 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 looks kind of weird. He's kind of a pasty, uh, pasty <laughs> farm boy looking guy. Um, I love watching him play. He, to me, he's like a beautiful player to watch. Uh, so I will be watching all the Belgium matches for that. But I do think. Uh, it, it, Brazil has the perfect cocktail. Uh, like I was saying earlier, like the the mixing of the generations and the experience will really help push them through. And having a good defense is so vital to uh, winning an international tournament like this. So yeah, I'm just going to go with the favorite in Brazil. <laughs> we picked the two favorites. Really, really boring answer. Sorry, <laughs> controversial. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys are uh, Big Ten guys. You're Michigan State guys. You're my people. Um, as everyone's making fun of me right now, I can feel the eyes rolling all, all over uh, Mississippi and, and our uh, our listening audience. Give me, um, but you guys keep up with the SEC some. Uh, give, yeah. especially you, Josh. Um, give me who is for Ole Miss fans who don't keep up with soccer, and they're going to turn this on. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to cheer for the Americans, and then the Americans are out. Who do I cheer for? Give me who would Ole Miss? What country would be the um, the Ole Miss of the world. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought about this question. I, 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 it was sort of tossed to me uh, a couple of days ago. So I had a little time to kick it around. And my thinking was, if you think of Europe as the SEC and you have sort of a couple of clubs, Italy is sailing out in the World Cup, uh, France, England, maybe they're sort of like the uh, Bama, Georgia, um, kind of the, you know, the, the sort of consistent, like title contending teams. Um, I think, and this is going to sound kind of like maybe like a little, a little unusual, but to me, the country that, that I think Mississippi kind of compares to is, uh, Denmark. And Denmark, uh, they have they have Chris, they have incredible talent. Uh, they have Christian Eriksen. They have actually won a European championship. Although they have, they I think the farthest they've gone in um, in the World Cup itself, I think, is the semifinals, which is actually fine. I mean, you, you know, country even a country as good as Mexico has actually never made it past the quarterfinals. So it's you know, so it's a it's a strong history. They're a very strong team uh, with like a really scrappy midfield. So I don't know if that compares to like. I don't, you know, I don't know like the Mississippi like offensive line well enough to know if that's like a an app comparison or not, but you know, sort of like right there. And I say that, and as a Michigan State fan, I think it's it's sort of comparable. I feel like maybe Mississippi and 
you know, you know, Ole Miss, Mississippi, you know, I feel like that there's sort of um, in Michigan State, there, there's a little bit of kind of parallels there, maybe in terms of where we kind of sit in our own conference. Um, be fair. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, occasionally we can we can we can pop off and you know make a you know big six bowl, but it's, you know we're sort of like we're fighting for that for that that tier right there. So um, the Michigan State did make a playoff. Uh, seems like a long time ago now. I think it was eight years ago. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I think I just think they're they're kind of a fun team. Uh, they're the the Danish Dynamite. Uh, is their nickname, and that's just sort of a fun, fun name, uh, fun squad to root for. I think the Erickson story is great because uh, a year and a half ago, Erickson was playing in the European, uh, he was playing the European Championships, and he collapsed. I had this heart issue, and it looked like he may have actually passed on the pitch. I remember that it was this, terrifying. Yeah, yeah yes. really, really dramatic, really, really scary moment. Uh, he was playing at the time in, in uh, Inter Milan, and it looked like he would, he, he actually plays for Man United now. Uh, it looked like he would maybe never play another minute. Uh, and he didn't play, I think, for, um, you know, I, almost an entire season. Uh, came back, uh, played some minutes for Brentford last year, and then rejoined Man United and actually scored just last weekend. And so he's going to be really the, the sort of talismanic, player i think for denmark just a really fun fun guy to root for they have a uh, pierre emil hoiberg who's just a bruiser just a really fun guy uh, in the midfield as well um and then they have uh, a premier league winning goalkeeper in casper schmeichel as well who's just sort of a fun played for luster for a decade a really easy easy guy to root for so that's that's my comparison i think that they have a they stand a good chance of at least making the quarterfinals uh and i and it would not be insane uh for them to win uh the world cup i don't think it's likely uh of course not you know like i mean there's there's enough big favorites and uh but i think that they're they have like a reasonable chance of it and they're just a really fun team to root for um and so that's my they're called that's, the that's danish dynamite josh I mean, what, what better than what, to turn not on to like. the TV yeah, and exactly. root for the Danish Dynamite? It sounds great. I mean, and just, as a, yeah, as a Spurs fan, Neil, that there's a lot to like there with Christian Eriksen and Hoilberg. Uh, it's a, it's a great Spurs parallel. Yeah, you, you sold me. I'll, I'm all right. Fair enough. Was, the U.S. is out. I'm like, okay, I'm 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 different yeah. now. In, in, unless Harry Kane's running around, and then I'll be like, well, I mean, you're the guy that impacted the <laughs> last four years of my soccer fandom. Um, all right. I know you guys are going to be putting out a lot of content. How can people follow you uh, throughout the World Cup and then probably beyond after they become fans of your show? Yeah, we'll see if we've bitten off more than we can chew. But Josh and I are moving into a daily World Cup pod starting on Sunday, November 20th, when the World Cup picks up. So you can subscribe to our feed, always cheating wherever pods are available. All of our links and information is at our website, alwayscheating.com. Uh, we're most active on Twitter at Hell Cheaters. So if you're a Twitter user in the age of Musk, uh, you can still find us there. But yeah, the the our our goal for the coverage, Josh, uh, during the World Cup is to keep it brief, just sort of like be your daily companion during the tournament. Talk about what we're yeah. enjoying and what we're looking forward to as the days go by. Yeah, sounds yeah. great. I look forward to uh, to following it. Thanks so much for joining me uh, tonight. Look forward to the, the World Cup and your coverage of it as well. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, really appreciate Neil. it. You guys have a great evening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.